no money in poetry That's what sets a poet free I've had all the freedom I can stand You got your cold dog soup and rainbow pie All it takes to get me by Fool my belly till the day I die Cold dog soup and rainbow pie I've already fucked it up. 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 <laughs> That's staying in to the recording. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the laziest podcast on your internet, because I'm here to tell you, this is Cold Dog Soup, the mixtape. I'm Matt. That's Sean. And boys, we are mailing it in. It is, I think... 12.26? It's 12.26. Central Standard, God's Time, PM. I am already deep into the whiskey. We are having ourselves a podcast getaway on the uh, banks of the old river somewhere in Cedar Bluff, Alabama. I believe it's the Likey River. Likey River? That's not a place. There's one river. river. Likey Lake. The Coosa, Tallapoosa. I had to learn all those rivers once. I somehow find myself... Only in Alabama these days. Mm -hmm. Here on home turf. Boy, has it been a real hoot. Uh, As we always do, we try to record when we have our podcast getaways. We usually fail at it. Yeah. Uh, The quality is always shitty because we always forget something. Mm -hmm. In this case, we have forgotten a microphone. (laughs) So we're recording this on a cellular telephone. But we're in person looking at each other, so the chemistry has to be better, right? The timing? One would... Uh, what'd you say? One would think. Now look, there are other people here. They might come traipsing through. We're not going to try to stop them from talking to us. No. It's just going to fucking happen. You know, when podcasts were kind of first getting started, I don't know if you remember this, but uh, the Garfunkel and Oates mm-hmm. women, they would go to like a, an olive garden. A busy ass restaurant and you just hear clink, 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 And you can clink, still kind of hear them. Kind of hear them. You're going to probably be able to more than kind of hear yeah. us. I bet I'm going to be real loud. <laughs> I bet Sean's not going to be as loud because that's just life. <laughs> Folks, you're living life with us. Shawnee's <clears throat> got a real bad cough. <clears throat> we don't have a dump button on here, so you're just going to deal with it. Look. Look at it like this. You're Too sitting much. around this old table with us. You're sitting around under the gaze of some very creepy dolls and paintings. There's a cookie cake in front of you. There's a cookie cake here, and guys, more bone china plates than you can shake a slanted stick at. They're all over the place. Welcome to vacation with cold dog soup. As I sit out here, I look out this window. I see our uh, I see our old partner Freezer sitting on the dock of the bay. Oh, it's very important to to, to describe the fact that he is here still will not record. Still will not record. He is sitting on the dock of the bay right now, watching that tide roll away. It is peaceful and serene, and um, I decided. I needed to keep my steps up yesterday, so I went for a little walkie-walk. Now, as you can imagine, a fella like me probably doesn't need to be walking around the back roads of Cedar Bluff, Alabama. A well-fashionable guy? Is that what you're talking about? Super fashionable, uh, very loud pastel colors. Um, I did take off my tie-dyed blue and white hoodie and put on a real camouflage Alabama long-sleeve t-shirt just to let the people know, hey, I'm one of you. So if you want to kill me, 
I can't stop you, but no, you're killing one of your own. It would have been nice if you checked in a little bit earlier because we legitimately got a little worried. I knew you would get worried, and I wanted y'all to know what it's like to not have me around, so maybe I'd be appreciated a little bit more. <laughs> um, on my walk, though, Shawnee, I did two things. <laughs> mm-hmm. I stopped and read a whole uh, one of those markers for a historical monument. Yeah. Um, it was a blast furnace that they used to, uh, you know, supply the Confederate Army with iron. <laughs> so that was fun. I did text someone and say, this is certainly safe for me to be walking around. So don't worry about telling me anything that you certainly would want to tell me if I were to die today. So don't worry about it. I'm going to definitely survive this. Life's full of second and third chances. And it's life is not fragile. It's not fleeting. Uh-uh. And your loved ones will always be around you. So. Yes. And I'll always be around for them. So don't ever worry about... Don't ever worry about getting run over by a truck in Cedar Bluff, Alabama. I did encounter a local. Mm -hmm. We did a very cursory Alabama wave where you just, you don't take your hand all the way off the steering wheel. You just lift it up. Oh, yeah. And I did the same and I felt (laughs) much safer after that. I felt like, you know what? If I'm destined to be racially murdered at home, Mm -hmm. that's just my destiny. At least I'm on home turf. I've got that advantage. But the other thing I did, Shawnee, was jam this jam. That has been stuck on me for like two months now. And I don't know why. Because I fucking hated it when it came out. I didn't like this record. Um, It took a long time to grow on me. Luckily, it has grown on me. Um, But it was... I was not here for this when it came... Which was a shock because this is... Not only one of my favorite artists, but a dude I know, like a dude who I, a dude who knows me more importantly, like who still remembers who I am when he has no right to. Uh, <laughs> he has met a lot more people than I have. He's been doing a lot of stuff. Run by the name of Jason Isbell, um, and this is Seven Mile Island we're talking about today. But looking out over the river, um, I was like, yeah, that's the perfect jam for this because that is a river song. Do you know what the Seven Mile Island is, Shawnee? Uh, I know what the Three Mile Island is. Yeah, you know, as a person who represented that district, you should mm. know. I assume it's somewhere in the Shoals. It is. Uh, near, uh, no, Belafonte's in Northeast. Um, like, it's like on Wilson Dam, like next to Wilson Dam or yeah, something you're getting else. there, you're getting there. It is an island, mm-hmm. uh, like right on the Colbert County, Lauderdale line. It straddles that. Archaeological site. Been inhabited for 9,000 years, this island. So (laughs) That's where you're wrong because the world is only 4,000 years old. Fair points all around. Uh, But it's just one of those deals that like it represents to me the duality of an experience growing up there. (coughs) I I grew up in northwest Alabama on the other side of that river, on the Colbert side. And my experience is completely different from people who grew up on the other side for any number of reasons, but like that close to it, this big thing, it didn't mean anything to me meant enough for Jason Isbell to write a song about it. It's just a very different kind of life that they lived over there on the other side of the river. The, um, archeological, uh, dig that you're talking about, uh, quote, prove it, proved, 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 the exist, probe, probed the existence of a native American village at the site. Along with artifacts, 41 burial sites were discovered. Not 41 bodies. 41 burial sites. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. That's a lot of ghosts roaming around. It's a lot of, like, don't film the poltergeist mm-hmm. on top of this. Do not film poltergeist on Seven Mile Island. But uh, this song, it is it is distilled Isbel. 
Like it is the prototypical Isbel song. It tells us it's a story song. Um, the characters are, you can be ambivalent about them because they could be good. They could be bad. You don't know all the information, but you certainly relate to these people. Or if you're from that area, you know these people. Like maybe not specifically these people, oh, yeah, yeah. but you know these motherfuckers. Um, <coughs> and it contains that kind of imagery that really does fucking take me back home. But not to the life I lived, but to the life that I saw other people live. Is this album the first one that is Isbell in the 400 unit? Yeah. Okay. Yes. This is the first one post... DBT. Well, his first record Sirens in the Ditch. was Sirens of the Ditch. Did not credit the 400 unit. Okay. This was the first time that okay. the 400 unit was credited. And I just did not. Production didn't match. It, 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 it did not take for me immediately. Probably because I just wanted him to make another drive-by truckers record. Of course. Just, but that's not what he was yeah. going to do. That's never what he's going to do. So this... So... Uh, is the next one Alabama Pines or it just had Alabama Pines on it? I can never The re- next one is called Here We Rest. Okay. Which and that is had the, Dress Blues and Alabama Pines? Uh Dress Blues is on Sides of the Ditch. Okay. I do believe. Don't quote me on that because brand new kind of act- actress is yeah. definitely on yeah. Science. So, and I, I get Sires of the Ditch confused because I had it early. Yeah. I had before it was released, before Dress Blues was yeah. written, I had a copy of it, so it was <laughs> um, my copy had the assassin on it as well, which I wish every copy had on it. Mm. Um, I'm looking at a discography now. That's out of order. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So, but I was expecting a trucker's record. I didn't get a trucker's record. I wanted him to fucking rock his balls off. He didn't rock his balls off. Yeah. He did his stuff. Um, however, Streetlights is on this record, and that's a top <laughs> five fucking Isabel song for me. Just I'm calling fucking, people up. Just calling He's dudes walking, up. Walking home, calling people up. Walking home, calling people. And knows he shouldn't be driving, which is a plus. A lot of this uh, Isabel era stuff. Is that I've heard from is basically just I've heard in your car mm-hmm. first, like codeine, mm-hmm. street lights, that kind of stuff. And uh, so, yeah, it took a long time to get me, but once it got me, it became a record that I'm absolutely in love with. Creole! Oh, Creole's come to do the podcast, right? He's here to do the podcast? What you guys talking about? We're talking about music, Freezer. You know how much you love music. Yeah, I can do without it. <laughs> but you look great. You got some sun. You, you look, look great. great. If if the mood strikes you, pull up, Just a, jump pull up a chair. Jump in. Just jump right in, Freezer. Um, but this fucking song does not fit what I expected sonically. Um, lyrically, it, it does, but it took me a long time to get in. But those fucking drums get on you, man. When them sons of bitches get on you, it's hard to get them off of you. Shiny, do your stuff. All right. <clears throat> this is fun because I know nothing about this song. Feels like you should have listened to this record by now. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Seven Mile... You won't be tempted to sing it, though, and that's a struggle sometimes yeah. when you're reading. Especially with this voice. Take my body to Seven Mile Island. <clears throat> Lay my head down where Indians sleep. We had already addressed. Like we, we started out, this is a famous Indian burial site there. Um, and now we've set the tone for this record. Like, this dude's ready to go die. Stuff's uh, not going great. Yeah. Take your shoes off and walk across the water. It's been so long since I heard a man speak. I think about that lyric a long time, and I still don't know exactly what he's trying to tell me with that. I don't know if it's a reference to something, because it 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 has a vague familiarity 
but I can't place where it's from. Like it's been a long time since I heard a man speak. It's something that I should know what it means, and it bothers me that I can't remember it. I'm just taking a very lit- literal approach. <clears throat> if he's asking to be buried in the water or buried where the Indians sleep, um, <clears throat> if he's asking somebody to come toward him with their shoes off and walking across the water, Jesus. I hope I'm going up there and not down there. Right, right, right. Um, it's been so long since I heard a man speak. I don't know, maybe mm-hmm. just, just, he doesn't respect anybody around him. Or just needed a place to rhyme. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if he said, if it's been so long since I heard the man right, speak, like we I haven't know. been to church in a yep. while, mm-hmm. I need to rectify that, et cetera. Um, watch the spillways when the water starts rising. Take your hat off when the sun goes down. Keep your eyes on that concrete tower. Maybe one day it'll it'll crumble to the ground. I just, I wonder why in Isbel's life this section of the world is so important to him. Yeah. Because it's, it's, I mean, TVA is basically this same song. Yeah. Like if you told me TVA was set on Seven Mile Island, I wouldn't argue with you. What was the, uh, what's the line? Um, they called it an industrial park. Uh, that's TVA. That's, that is, that's from uh, Outfit. Oh, yeah. That's just yeah. up the road from here. Yeah. Um, but watching the turtles. <laughs> the St. Florian Foundry. Yeah. It's like, yeah. It's all that same section of chunking those things yeah. just in the shoals. I mean. And like the specificity of that is dangerous. Like you you think about the, the great songwriters. Dylan's not fucking name checking places in Hibbing, Minnesota with the specificity that Isbel is. And I don't. I'm not going to speculate as to why, but it is the thing that I have. Yeah. There's something about where we grew up in that section of the country where we are incredibly proud of it. Yeah. And we don't name check these things to say, hey, here's a reference point. We name check these things to say, motherfucker, you ought to know. Yeah. Fuck around and find out about St. Florian. <laughs> That's the thing. And I mean, I, and I, you know, we're from t- two very different communities. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, even it's probably a little. I think it's a little more difficult to to have pride in Huntsville than it is in the Shoals, just because. Are you transplants? Tra- transplants, um, not um, not as much history, right? I mean, it's not like uh, the Eddie Izzard joke when you go over to Scotland <laughs> and you're like, "This building's been here for fifty years." <laughs> and so it's just, um, but I still have a lot of pride in just being from my hometown. I mean, and, drag racing down Martin Road is a classic <laughs> lyric, and he's outside. He's just outside <laughs> the original rapper. But um, at the same time, like I also weirdly have pride in the Shoals, yeah. just because I love you so mm-hmm. much and. I mean, it is very close to my hometown, but and we take that shit with us, man. Like, we carry it around. If I had a nickel for every time I told, if some- I had a dime for every time I heard my old man say one of these days, wouldn't be like my old man today. Which a- is has a lyric about the tire plant my father worked at. <laughs> if- <coughs> If I had a nickel for every time I I had, I felt the need to tell somebody that Mick Jagger wrote Beast of Burden and Wild Horses, Wild Horses, Coming Across the Bridge, Shot Video and all that stuff. Yeah. Most shows sound like I would, like I'd probably have like $7.35. I drove my friends back home a few weeks ago. And as soon as I crossed in the shows, I turned into a fucking tour guide. Yeah, yeah. Like, not even meaning to. Like, yeah. here's the, And they were they were shocked because we just did a shared playlist. And uh, 
obviously all my shit was just about yeah. Alabama. And they're like, how are there so many fucking songs about not only just Alabama, but specifically Muscle Shows? Like, uh, hit recording capital of the world, gang. Yeah. We ain't fucking around down here. Percy Sledge, ever heard of him? Huh? 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 <laughs> huh? But yeah, like this, but this particular piece of the of the landscape and history really did something to Isma. I don't know if he's a guy that hung out down there. Yeah. I don't, but it, it really did something to him because he always comes back. Throw my body off the, uh, you can throw me on the Carver County Jailhouse, throw me off the Wilson Dam. Yeah. That's all the same place. Yeah. It's the same shit. So there's something about this area. And, you know, the bigger mythology is it's the Singing River. That was the original Native American name for it. Yeah. Like, that's the thing that made the town be super fucking musical because yeah. that river does something to people. And I'm inclined to believe it because I see a lot of evidence of it. That's really cool. <clears throat> uh, Mary's crying because she can't hold water and her clothes don't fit her right. What a fucking great lyric to describe a pregnant woman. It's really good. Mary is crying because she can't hold water. Just poor <coughs> Mary constantly having to piss and her clothes don't fit her right. I mean, it would be like if I just changed my name to Mary. It would be. Yes, you. That's our show. Sean is crying because he can't hold water. I mean, I don't know if you remember. don't fit him right. I, I don't know if you heard how many times I got up to go to the bathroom last night. Mm-hmm. I was very asleep. That's good. She and then to- my covers fell off, and then that posed a lot of problems. Guys, I'm here to tell you. When you're airbnb check the size of the beds. Um, I'm not nearly as large of a gentleman as I used to be. However, I didn't get any taller or shorter. I'm the same at that. Mm-hmm. I've never been in a scenario where my old tootsies were hanging off the bed, and that scares the shit out of me because that's how the bogeyman gets you. <laughs> Fucking bogey could have got me any time last night. My beef is uh, the bed is too springy, <laughs> and the tuck job is too good. Tuck job good. <laughs> like, tuck job I, fucking RuPaul quality tuck on that bitch. I like to have the blankets like not on my toesy woesies, <laughs> which is kind of counterproductive because you're supposed to lower your core body temperature to get to sleep faster but you gotta wiggle those toes outside right no tuck job is too again good. you are a fucking boogeyman bait my friend <laughs> they're gonna get you however I, there is a device I'll, I'll put you on where you can just tuck yeah. it into the bed and it puts the covers over it they never touch them tootsies oh shit never touch the tootsies really you have always been on the cutting edge of bedtime technology you know me I love a sleep I love a good hard sleep I mean, good hard meat good hard sleep the Matt Hankins story poor Mary fucking our shirts won't fit she's just she didn't get any maternity clothes she's just wearing hand-me-downs um it's just a rough time for mary tell me more about it she used to say she wanted a daughter now she only wants a saturday night oh god that's a fucking killer couplet mary's crying because she can't hold water and her clothes don't fit her right she used to say that she wanted a daughter now she has a baby inside of her but she just wants a fucking Mary, mary just wants to get fucking hammered Look at the fucking turtles at the TVA and be done with this shit. But here she is, pregnanter than fuck, wearing an old Ozzie Newsome jersey. There were days when that dusty cave was empty, back before the city made a claim. On the hotel for one. I like to think that strangers. dusty cave is Mary's womb. Back before you could live off your name. <clears throat> I'll just take that again. There were... There were days when that dusty cave was empty back before the city made a claim. On that hotel for wanderers and strangers back before you could live off your name. Mm-hmm. Again, pointing to the changing, the, the, the big changes that came to the city. And calling Muscle Shows Florence a city 
to anyone else would feel crazy. Like this tiny little place, yeah. you know, it, it's not a city, but it is the city. Yeah. Because I went into town. You know, I grew up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Eight minutes from the Walmart. Yeah. But we went to town. Like that, there, there is a line of demarcation for everybody down there that town, not town. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, Adam's House Cat, the early iteration of, of Patterson's band that would eventually kind of become the Truckers, um, had, a, had a record called Town Burn Down. Yeah. Because town is a different thing. Like, it's not, it's hard to explain to someone who didn't grow up. Like, we didn't have suburbs. Like, we're not the suburbs to anything. I've always wondered that. You know, like, people, you know, you fill out, like, a survey or, or something, and even in Huntsville, it's like, do you live in the suburbs or or a, or a, a city? Yeah. And I'm like, both? <laughs> like, it's a city. It is. It's a big-time city. Yeah. But, but like... But there were, there's no outpost. <coughs> like, no. you either live in town yeah. or you don't. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's, that's, the, that's the classifications. Um, and speaking of, you know, being down by a lake, I mean, maybe we'll do a song like that in the future. We're definitely going to do that song because I thought that song that you're talking about was just one of those sweet spot Hankins deals that no one else would really like. Everyone I've played it for has loved it. So, yes, there will be a time where we get into being parked outside of the lake. There might also be a, I, I know we're, I'm, I'm, this is another tangent, but <clears throat> I mean, we're on vacation. We're on Why vacation. Not, you know? Everybody's with us. Um... The there might be another like episode where we need to run through very very quickly like the uh, Gavin you don't have to sit all the way over there God, no Gavin everybody's welcome here oh he's playing Switch he's finding Pokemon okay, okay just don't don't be don't be afraid to make noise man you're not gonna if you find a fucking cool Charmander let us know I've been we co- love Charmander I've been coughing every three minutes I thought I was listening to the podcast <laughs> <laughs> Gavin thought his headphones were in. <laughs> we need to do an episode about songs that uh, at least I am surprised that we both like. Yes. Like U2 is the sweetest thing. It's the one. It's, it's the, the only one. one that's good. It's the one. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. <laughs> Back to this fucking song. We all live in an That's air- what a song like this does, though. It just gets that river rolling. Yeah, Hear a little storytelling, then you talk a little while, fucking watch a little shit, and then you come back to it. We all live in an Airstream trailer, about 300 yards up the lake. Call the doctor, Mary's going into labor, and you can't raise a baby on shake. That is my favorite lyric on this album, because... Like you're selling shitty weed? That is what I interpret it to be. But like that whole part about living in an Airstream trailer is already tells me everything I need to know about these people. Are those typically not giant trailers? Oh, you know what an Airstream trailer is? No, but Airstream trailer looks like a fucking Coke can on wheels. Okay. That's what an Airstream is. It's like the smaller one that's always like beige and brown. No, silver. Airstream is a silver, I mean, it looks like a Coke can. And you'll see motherfuckers parked anywhere. Um, But we all live in an Airstream trailer. Tells me it's an extended family scenario. Yeah. Him... Because um, it's clearly Mary's first kid. Yes. We don't, I don't think we, I don't guess we know at this point his relationship to Mary. I think we find out later that Mary is, he's the father of that baby. Yeah. It's what um, it's, it's what so it's it is an extended family scenario in an Airstream trailer. And then I don't know why it hits me so hard, why I think it's so brilliant, but you could say anything 
in that place to make it work. We all live in an Airstream trailer near the lake, by the lake, close to the lake, up from the lake. 300 yards. About. About. <laughs> 300 yards from the lake is a real statement yeah. that a real person yeah. who lives in an Airstream trailer yeah. would absolutely say because there's something in the specificity that makes it less derogatory. Ah, about 300 yards up the lake for a trailer sets. Yeah. Like, that's the thing I would hear. Sounds beautiful. Yes, it's fine. You're Oh, you're just 300 yards from the lake. And to measure it in yards, not a half mile, <laughs> not like three football fields from the lake is where this trailer sits. You watch a lot of football. Um, it means you're, it, it's probably easier to measure um, because everybody knows what 10 yards looks like. Uh-huh. At least one. In yard. Alabama, they damn sure do. <laughs> so it's actually our official unit of measure. <laughs> I just, um, yeah, it, it's, it sounds like, uh, you know, just an attempt to kind of make it sound more, more glorious than it is. And again, he could have just been fitting the meter. Like, yeah. I'm not ascribing yeah. that he was really pouring over this lyric. It could have just poured out of him. I'm not saying that, but like, the result of it to me is it makes it from a lyric that you just hear and wash over. To a beautiful lyric. And then to follow that up with, Mary's crying because she's going into labor. I don't, Mary might be in that goddamn airstream for all I know. Yeah. Going into labor. And you can't raise a baby on shake. Now we know who this dude is. Yeah. He does know, not only is he a drug dealer, he's a dealer of shit drugs. Yeah. Shake weed. And And I don't know how outreaching that is as a, as a term. Um, it's it's pretty it's pretty is that it, pretty it, universal. It, it paints a picture for me at least. It's just seeds and stems. Yeah, like <laughs> you cannot raise a baby on no. shake. You know, it <coughs> calls to mind fucking what Spodiote Dopalicious that Outcast song. Yeah. you can't gamble feeding baby off that dope money. Like, mm-hmm. but to call it shake means this dude is down on his fucking yeah. luck because you can raise a baby if you're selling good weed. That's fine. But shake, and uh, it's, uh. it's not like this was written in the eighties or anything. No, like no. And he just can't get access to that sweet, Mm-mm. sweet nose candy. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nose clams. Sorry. So take my body to Seven Mile Island. <clears throat> Seven Mile Island. Lay some stones down on the top of my grave. Tell my lady I just couldn't bear to see her. Tell my daughter I just couldn't be saved. Fuck. You talk about clocking the fuck. Out. It's kind of like even though he 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 starts he begins and ends the 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 story the song with seriously just take my body like when you hear it in the beginning but, it's kind of beautiful right take my body to seven yeah. mile alum, uh where the Indians sleep but it's it's and like it's a wish like you think maybe I want to that's where I want to be buried when I'm old it's just this, yeah. this beautiful island yeah. where the Indians been. Jesus imagery and all that stuff. And it's a sad song. But as we go through this journey, I didn't think it was suicide bad song. No, but it was. <laughs> and sonically, it's not. It is very it's it's a driving drums. It's it nothing about it says suicide. Melodically, it will get stuck in your head like it's a fucking lullaby. <laughs> if you I I imagine like somebody like Tom Petty or Bob Dylan in like the eighties could could use the lyric Mary's crying because she can't hold water. Her clothes don't fit her right. She used to say she wanted a daughter. Now all she wants is a Saturday night. Like, or like a Rod Stewart would use that. That's as, a song as about like, Mary. Don't worry, baby. We're going to get gonna there get again there. one day. We're going to get there. It's fucking... Uh, Not like 
drown my Young Hearts body. be free tonight. If you tell me that was a lyric from Young Hearts from Rod Stewart, I'd be like, of course it is. Absolutely. Rod's going to fucking get it through this. No, dude ain't. And he ain't going to try either. No. My man ain't even going to try. Just put some stones down. Tell my lady I couldn't bear to see her give birth to this child. And then tell the child, her father, when she finally gets old enough to ask through those buck teeth and freckles, when she finally asks, he couldn't be saved. That's all. That's his epitaph is, I couldn't be saved. And it's clearly like a spur of the moment decision. Because yes. It's like Mary's going to labor. I got I'm out of here. Who knows? This could take 36 hours. It could take eight. But I can tell you where you need to take me because I'm going <laughs> to fucking shoot myself. Oh Seven Mile Island. Which also invokes, I can't afford a regular funeral. Yeah. I can't afford to die. So just take me over. It was good enough for Indians 9,000 years ago. Good, good enough, enough for me you. today. It's uh, it's sad. It is. Because it, it just seems like if you're only... Your only skill slash source of income is selling shake weed, <laughs> shitty Alabama swag. Oh, <laughs> just the worst dope. Where like if you try to smoke and accidentally leave a seed in there, you're gonna burn your lip because it's gonna, gonna pop and explode. And it's it's so shitty, it's not even illegal. <laughs> <laughs> He's selling the equivalent of a tea bag. <laughs> I just, yeah, I just feel like, you know, you could build up, you know, even if you're living 300 yards from the lake in, a, in an Astro... Airstream. Airstream, not an Astro van. That'd be a step up. Um, you wouldn't have less room. You could you could probably get some contacts, maybe work your way up to like mid-grade. And then to that sweet, sweet Kush. Or maybe that Reggie. Or maybe that Purple Dragon. Or maybe that Skin Peeler. You know a lot about drugs, pal. <laughs> Kush, Kush and Reggie just came from a Lil Wayne lyric. Of course it did. Smoke that Kush, not that Reggie for you, name dropping neighbors. But this guy was selling shake. <laughs> shake. Like the cops the cops will not arrest you because they feel bad for you. No, it's not worth the paperwork to have you come in on some fucking shake. <laughs> and if you have to, you're just going to write oregano on it. Right. Yeah, yeah. They take it to Rigatoni's and he puts it in the goddamn lasagna. <laughs> That's what happens there. It winds up. That's what. That's why Rigatoni's is so well known there. It's because it's all shake weed that he seasons with. So why do you think you attached yourself to this song? Because it sounds like every other dude I went to high school with. Yeah. And like, and it's, it's a quick. The story is incredibly fast. Like, yeah. think about the details we have. Oh, in the it story. escalates. It escalates. Like, we know a place. Yeah. We know one name in the story is yeah. Mary. She's pregnant. Yeah. And she wishes she could party. Still plenty of room for optimism. Absolutely. And then we find out the baby's father sells shake weed and doesn't want to do it, doesn't want to raise this kid. And so he's going to fucking clock out and kill himself. That really is like a kind of a, <clears throat> like a gummo type. It is. Movie. It, you know, you just need four or five other like sad uh, yep. people to like interject. But yep. that's like the wraparound narrative mm-hmm. where like you find out that, you know, but yeah. That's but just, a, and those, I don't know. 100, 200 words, whatever it is. In those 200 words, I know everything I need to know about that dude, his situation. I can see him. Yeah. I can see the people. I can see Mary. I can see all those people living in that fucking Airstream. And it's the kind of story that is rarely ever told. Yeah. Straightforward. Yeah. Like, there's also... There's no judgment in the song that Isbel puts on it. I was about to say, like, he. it sounds like one of those people where you're like, 
you know, if, if, if you know they're trying to commit suicide, you try and do all you can to talk them out of it. But if you hear they committed suicide... Oh, yeah, like, that makes sense. Like, I don't, you know, yeah. there but for the grace of God go out. Right, like, you know, right, right. I, I don't know what I'd do in that situation. And it is a specific kind of desperation. And again, I'm not saying that this was the point Isabel was making in... Sure how this song is written. I think he's just telling us. Hell, he may be telling somebody's story. This may be a real person. Um, But it's not a story that gets, it's a flippant story. Like these people are easy to ignore because they are the bad guy in a lot of cases. Well, I mean, this is, if, if, if you soften the, the word bad guy or the term bad guy a little bit, this is Black Diamond Bay. It's it is. It's 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 a story with a lot of with a lot of characters in, in Black Diamond Bay. And at the end, like you know, the the narrator literally shuts off a TV. Yeah, and watch, you know. exactly. So the people who would tell this story, yeah, like the kind of music, the kind of movies, the kind of stuff that would tell this story, doesn't have an audience yeah. that would see this and say, "Oh my, how terrible it is." Where if this was black people mm-hmm. and it was set in an urban setting yeah the audience for that would say oh we have to help yeah nobody's here to help these cats yeah absolutely. because the people that would hear this story <coughs> don't care to help like if if the average new isbel fan is going back to the catalog going yeah. through this they're not inclined to be the bleeding heart to say this poor schmuck this yeah. poor dope selling schmuck like this guy and i know i'm fucking getting real out there but like this guy get real and stay real man this dude gets used as they what about story so when someone is going off on a tangent about look at those black dudes over there selling yeah. drugs doing this shit doing that shit this guy whose story is being told yeah. well what about this guy in northwest alabama who's selling shake weed and yeah. killed himself instead of raising his baby he's bad too instead of saying fuck it's bad for both those stories. Yeah. Why is this country such a shithole? <laughs> like, but those are the stories he's telling. Um, and even he himself can't go wave the banner for those dudes because yeah. it doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right to take up for these cats because a lot of these cats have some bad opinions of the world. It's uh, this, this is taking this feeling to the absolute extreme. And has nothing to do. This is not a conversation that should anyway be initiated on a music podcast or any podcast. Um, I trust me to have every conversation. <laughs> did you think it was weird in, in this in the same vein that you know you you feel bad for the guy, but you're still like you know if if he were alive you wouldn't like I wouldn't fuck with that yeah. dude. <laughs> did you find it weird the actual like? Glee and celebration outside the White House when we killed Osama, Osama bin Laden. Oh, I don't like any of that stuff. I don't like any of. Like, it. I was glad that he was that he was dead, and a little bit of the threat was neutralized. But it was it just felt weird. I don't that, like, like the glee we have when people on the other side of our uh, opinions die. I didn't like the glee surrounding Rush Limbaugh's death. Yeah. I won't like the glee surrounding. If there was glee surrounding Ruth Bader Ginsburg death from yeah. the other side, I wouldn't like like. Yeah. At some point, it's really weird. There has to be a cutoff. At some point, we stop being the internet and we start being real. <laughs> like I even, I even kind of think it's gross when like we we went to um, uh, Vanderbilt Alabama game mm-hmm. in 07. 
<clears throat> and, um, you know, the I sound like I'm crying, about to cry telling the story. <clears throat> He's always on the verge of it's tears, guys. Because I miss Terry Grant. But um, <clears throat> the, uh, the Vanderbilt, um, very small Vanderbilt student section had like a, a skeleton with a Bear Bryant hat on. And, yeah. And I'm like, I, look, I know he died 34. And not to say Alabama fans hadn't done something shitty. Like, all of, course, of that. Of course, of course. All yeah. of that. I don't know where it's we gross. got to that place where we we have to draw a line some fucking yeah. where. It's also funny that both of us are annoyed at like the really warm-hearted uh, like cartoons. Oh god. Oh god. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like that either. I don't like when it's almost I, as if we don't want to think or talk about death. Ever. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> maybe it's two fucking old men now. We just don't like death. Oh. Get that fucker out of here. He takes. He oh, he never gives anything. He only takes. Other than Terry Pratchett's death, which is one of my favorite literary characters ever. But that guy was cool. But yeah, um, I think that's why this story strikes such a the song strikes such a chord with me. Is is I can relate. I can't relate because I haven't lived that life. I can understand. I know people that live that life. Yeah, and I know how it can feel hopeless because in many cases, the thing nobody ever wants to say is. It is hopeless. Yeah, I'm. I, I'm not gonna lie. Without, <clears throat> without. Um, um. Sorry, that bird sounds like a porn is going out. Is going on out there. Look, um, let it <laughs> flag fly. Like if it if it weren't for my family, uh, you know, my mom, my sisters, my grandmother having a big hand in raising me, and of course my friends, I would probably be this guy. Yeah, and we all could. Yeah. Like, that dude was just born. Like, that's all he was, was born. And, yeah, if he takes an interest in small engine repair, <laughs> yeah, perhaps his life is not this, yeah. but it ain't fucking great either. Yeah. Like, it's there, it's not a big step up to get this life yeah. um, if you went to hospital maintenance and tech schools to memorize Frigidaire parts. Yeah. Like, outfit yeah. is, like, the best possible scenario. Yeah. For the average person in this circumstance is that you get to have a trade that doesn't require you to do back-breaking labor that might kill you. You just get to go do a little of this. You just get to go do a little of that. You get to work in that tire factory for 30 fucking years. Like, that is a slice of America. Yeah. That And I'm not advocating for, oh, save us all, because it is what it is. Of course. But I also, those people... The people that Isbel sings about are always going to be the villains of the story. And nobody's going to ever think about the villains they have to deal with. Yeah. Because they only they only look at those people for what the villains have turned them into. And I'm not saying that I agree with them. And like, they have plenty of opportunity to not have bad ideals. But here's what I'm saying. If you are in a day-to-day situation where you have to actually survive, and you can't find the time to work on your uh, gender or racial or any of those fucking ideals. I understand how that loses priority when you sell shakeweed and you got a baby on the way. You don't have time to think about shit was the thing that I learned over and over and over and over and over wrong. And it's always going to, it's never going to be effective to reach them to tell them how stupid and wrong they are when they are in the same poverty yeah. that the people that taught them those terrible ideas were already in. Like, that's the thing. Like, 
they have a story too. And that story ain't a fucking great one. <clears throat> and I think that why uh, <laughs> that's actually probably articulated better than I've ever heard the um, the principle that like we need to come together and heal and understand where other people are coming from because the second you say something like that, that which I think is I completely agree with. The second that you say something like that, um, some and I even heard it because I, I'm trying to think of a counter argument just to think of one is well like you're just like you're just defending racists. Why would you do that? Because they're people. And, and that's the thing. Like, and it's a condition of their environment. So it's not to like make my, um, what, uh, my, my brother-in-law said, um, you know, I'm tired of feeling like a, like a criminal because of the way I think, you know, <laughs> and then Fiona Apple starts playing. Um, we're doing criminal by Fiona Apple. <laughs> Or maybe paper bag. Paper bag is a good song, but no, and and that's that's the kind of thing that like people need to. I think more so because uh, folks on the left <clears throat> and uh, they they have all the methods of communication with like Hollywood, uh, you know, mo- most musicians, etc. Um, maybe not necessarily cable news because Fox News is so 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 successful, um, but it's very. I think it's very easy. I imagine for a conservative to kind of clam up <clears throat> or, or a racist, I'm not equating the two sure. to, to, to see, to, to clam up and, and just say, well, fuck it. Like you, if you're against me and don't want to hear like how I came here and they don't, they may not know where they came. They may here. not know. Racism is a symptom, like, not the cause. Yeah. Like yeah. it's a symptom of all this shit. And it's a symptom of shit that, some people, most of us aren't alive to understand why it is. Uh, fucking Dylan hit it. Uh, only a pawn in their game is a Dylan song yeah. that sums that Southern experience up yeah. for a long time. Like, it's easy to play it against us, uh, keeping with the trucker theme. Yeah. It was a whole lot easier to spin it with a Southern accent. Yeah. Like, and I, I fuss all the time when I'm in these arguments with people. Like, it is a hell of a lot easier to claim that you relate to people and you vilify people. When you don't live around those people, yeah, it is so much easier to say, "Oh, I get it." Black people, this, this, that, and the other things. Mm-hmm. Like, if you lived around black people, then you would have experiences with individuals, yeah, rather than a monolith. Yeah, and you might find there's just some black people you don't like. Yeah. <laughs> like that asshole's an asshole, and that is the place where we can never get to with this guy's story. He's always an asshole because we can never understand it. Creel, who's a who's a black person you don't like? <laughs> that is a perfect way to get out of this thing, ladies and gentlemen. This has been Cold Dog Soup, the mixtape.
Just couldn't be saved. Just couldn't be saved. 